This week on Blind Like Me, I talk to the Pacific Training Center for the Blind and spend some time with this lady. My name is Elizabeth Lalonde, and I'm the executive director of the Pacific Training Center for the Blind, also the founder. This is Blind Like Me with Tim Black. Tim is visually impaired and loves to find the latest tech and apps for those who are visually impaired or blind. So tell me just a little bit about what the Pacific Training Center for the Blind is all about. We provide rehabilitation uh, blindness skills training, we call it, for blind adults uh, anywhere from age 19 on up. We are, our oldest student has been 89, so we, and we have a whole, whole range of diversity of, of students. And we provide uh, a whole variety of skills such as braille, tactile skills, we do travel with a long white cane, orientation mobility, learning to take buses. Uh, adaptive technology is a big, a big area that we that we teach. Um, we've now, I want to talk. I want to ask about this because this idea. Where did this all this concept come from to start the Pacific Training Center? Um, I I've always been blind, mm-hmm. and I I grew up blind, and then and I started to realize there really wasn't a lot of services in terms of regular programs that blind people could take part in. Mm-hmm. Then I um, met up with some people from the National Federation of the Blind and mm-hmm. found out in the States that they have centers that if you lose your sight or if you've always been blind, you can actually go and train at these centers for six to nine months and really, really learn the, the skills of blindness so mm-hmm. that you can become confident and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, do, then go on to job or school or, or whatever you're, you're wanting to do in your life. So I thought, wow, I would love to have something like that here. Mm-hmm. So I got the opportunity to actually train at one of them, uh, Louisiana Center for the Blind, and graduated in 2010, and brought the model back here. So how has it been received in the community so far? Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. And and the word word is building and building. Mm -hmm. More and more we're getting, we get two or three contacts a week just of potential students that could be coming okay. um, and this is coming from like from all over the island from all over the island or is it we, coming from the mainland or we where we started our program in just greater victoria okay. just because i live here and i just had to start somewhere i couldn't start with the full-on ultimately we would like to have you know five day a week uh residential apartments that kind of thing but we don't have that yet so i just started with a local program mm-hmm. uh we called it blind people in charge and we just last year launched our homestay program, and that's where we're taking students from in the province. And actually, we have a student from Ontario right now. Okay. So, and they come and we find homestays for them, and then they train at the center. Yeah, it's really it's very exciting. I guess the other big part of our what we do here is all of our staff are blind, and all of our teachers are blind. So you really get that wonderful role modeling uh, happening, and students will say, "Well, I guess if they can do it, then I can do it." Too. Okay, so somebody walks in uh, from the door. What is the first step that they get at the Pacific Training from the Center for the Blind? Well, we set up an initial interview and orientation uh, just to, to tell them more about the program and see if it's something that a good fit, if they really would like to, to take part. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, well, as I said, so we have the homestay program, the, the main blind people in charge program, and that's where you take you take all the different um, classes. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention we also do cooking. Just tell me a little bit about what your vision. So I have retinitis pigmentosa, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, but I have a, it's actually called inversa, which is sort of unusual. So I, normally people with RPC tun- have tunnel vision. I have the opposite. I only see out of the, side, the peripheral. Right. Okay. And I just see shapes and shadows, not much detail. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, so I can sort of see objects and things like that, but I can't, you know, reprint or. When people come to um, see you, so somebody who's either losing their sight or mm-hmm. or has lost their sight, um, do they feel a certain sense of comfort because of the fact that they are working with blind instructors? That's a really good question because sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Okay. We've had people that are just, they're not used to, to blindness. They're new to being blind. They don't have, you know, they, they've learned from society sort of the stereotypes and kind of low expectations, and they don't really know that blind people are capable of, of doing so much. So sometimes there's a little bit of nervousness about, well, can I really work with a blind instructor, you know? Or for, for example, um, travel. Mm-hmm. That's always been something that a lot of agencies in the past actually haven't even allowed blind people to be travel instructors. Mentioned too, we actually use longer canes here than, okay. than is typically used. Um, right. The idea, and they're lighter as well. The, okay. the reason we do that is, so it should come up to around your mouth or your nose. Okay. And basically it's because you can feel ho- farther ahead of you as you walk. Okay, so as... And you get more advanced warning. So there, that's my cane in front of you. Oh, this is an ID, is this an ID cane? Yep. Yes. So that's a totally different, and that's that's fine too. That's um where you're not actually using it to find your way. Right. So we we teach, yeah. So we we, we have the, the canes, cane. yeah, where they okay. where people learn to use it to you know, yeah. even if it's just as much as depth. Some people don't have very good depth perception, so mm-hmm. just even finding the curb mm-hmm. makes a huge difference for people. Maybe I should upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> get, but get. but we we, you know, and and we also teach. So the other thing is we teach non-visually mm-hmm. so we actually people people who do have some vision and a lot of our students do have some vision we they wear um, what we call learning shades right they're bl- basically a comfortable blindfold right okay. while they're training okay. and that's just so that they can focus in on their other senses and really uh, hone in on that mm-hmm. and because sight is very distracting and it's just you know it's our most dominant sense and even if we have just a little bit of it we tend to use it. But are you finding that other um, agencies aren't training those as well um, nowadays as we're in 2019? Their yeah. focus is their focus may be on other on other aspects of, yeah. of the visually impaired or blind. I, I always like to to talk about it as we're providing a, an option for blind people, and I think what we provide is very very holistic and really deals with with the the blind person. Um, in all the things they would need to learn. It, it also takes a lot of time to learn these things. You can't just learn it in a couple of days and other agencies tend to just, they just don't for whatever reason, but they're, they're not able to work with a person over more intensely. Is it more of a one-on-one for, for here then? We do a lot of group. So there'll be two or three people in a class, but we also do one-on-one as well. Okay. Um, I guess the other piece is that other organizations focus a lot on sight enhancement, so they're focusing more on enha- enhancing the low vision that someone has, like mm-hmm. maybe using a magnifying glass mm-hmm. or large print, and that's fine. It's just that's not what we do here. Right. So if we have someone that comes in that just that's really just all they want, then we refer them. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, because really what we do is we talk a little bit more about the tech side, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get some folks from from your tech department. But tell me uh, in in your way or in your words, really, what are some of the tech things that you are using? Okay. Uh, for yourself on a daily basis? Well, the biggest, well, my iPhone has become a huge part of my life. and I Big plug for Apple there. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of people do. We are, right. we are starting to teach Android now. Okay. But 
I guess for a long time, it, it honestly has seen that the iPhone is the most accessible for blind people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, so, but we're, we're, we are learning to, to do the Android because people have Androids mm-hmm, and right. it is getting better. Yeah, totally. But I use my iPhone okay. with voiceover okay. and Siri. Okay. Uh, my computer with JAWS. Okay. It's a screen reading technology mm-hmm. I use. And that's improved time. a lot, has it? I mean, there's so many other ways of, of having screens read to people now. Uh, well, JAWS, of course, is one of the old standbys. And yeah. It is, yes, yeah, it's, it's very good. But having said that, a lot of our, our instructors now are teaching NVDA right. at our center. And okay. that's almost as good as JAWS, as far as I can tell, it's actually quite comparable. Okay. And it's free. Ah. Whereas JAWS is, oh gosh, I don't know what it is now, over $1,100. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, what else do you use? As so, you, you use your iPhone. You use Jaws. What else on, on your day to day? What what would you use? Those are the two biggest ones: the computer and the iPhone. Um, really, the iPhone, I guess, has replaced a lot of individual devices because it has a lot of you know it has it's multi purpose. You can do so many different things with it. It has a GPS, mm-hmm. you know, color identifier, mm-hmm. uh, note taker. So so. In that sense, it, like I used to have a talking note taker that I used all the time, yeah. but I find that now I just use my wireless keyboard with the iPhone, and then that really that you can pair it up. So okay. now if I go to a workshop and I want to take notes, you can just type. Yeah, and they've improved the the wireless keyboards now. They connect quite well. Excellent. Okay. And so if- honestly, that other people you you can other people's um, a common thing is a braille display mm-hmm. that they have and. Um, there's different kinds of braille display, and that's refreshable braille where you can read anything that's elect- um, that's email or on the computer. It'll come out in braille, in elect with electronic pins. And Isn't that wild? Those are really great. Really They're coming down in price too, because that's the one they've been very, very thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, now that's the other thing too is that I want to ask is the fact that um, a lot of stuff is a lot of technology nowadays for visually impaired blind is mm-hmm. still very very expensive. It is, and it's it's really unfortunate because it's so important to have this technology. Mm-hmm. And there's no government mm-hmm. funding for that, is there? You know, it varies. It, it varies from province to province, and you you certainly have to be resourceful to figure out what the different sources are. We do have a program. Uh, called Technology at Work, although I think they're changing their their name right now. But okay. um, and it's provincial. But you you have the only you have to be either looking for work, working, or doing a very regular volunteer position to get it. Okay. You know, and you have to you know, there's lots of things you have to apply, and mm-hmm. it's it's. But that is one way to get it. Now we never even used to have that. Okay. So, so that's. that's Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Ontario might be better in that sense. I think yeah. they have okay. other, yeah. Now, if somebody wants to find uh, out more about the Pacific Training Centre for the Blind here in Victoria at 817 <laughs> Fort Street, where can we find you guys? So we have a website. It's pacifictrainingcentre.ca. Centre spelt the Canadian way, R-E. <laughs> um, and so that has all of our information and more about our programs. You can also call. Our phone number is 778 778- Eight one seven zero four eight two. Our email address yeah. is info at pacifictrainingcenter.ca. Excellent. And if somebody wants to contact you from outside of British Columbia, uh, they're more than welcome to do, I, I assume. And most if they have, if they have questions, that you guys can kind of point them in the right direction. Yeah, most definitely. We we we're, we always want to hear from from as many people as possible from as many different places. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me with Tim Black. If you have an app or product that can help make a blind person's day easier and you'd like it featured, contact 
him at blindlikeme@outlook.com or find us on Facebook.